0: What's up, fellas? How's, How's it man? going? <laughs> nah, man, I'm good, dude. Excited to be here, dude. Glad I finally got y'all in here, man. Yeah, uh, man. I've been I've been, you've like, been asking for a while. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> listen to this <laughs> bullshit. Listen to this. Yes, do don't joke. Don't yeah, joke. Don't talk, I've been, me. I've been watching you, dudes, for a little while now, and y'all are doing some shit. And I was like, we got to get them on here. So hell yeah, cool, man. <laughs> uh, roll. Look, we got some Tarot Nobel. Um, I had this on the last tequila talk. It's not aired yet, but um, by the time this airs, that one had been. And um, this is a uh, Neho. And since y'all on here, y'all got to drink some tequila with Dude, me. Dude, fill me up, sir. We're looking for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, um, I don't know if you guys drink tequila, but this is more of a, this is not a take it and shoot it. I mean, if you want to, you can, whatever. But it's a real good tequila. It's kind of like a, um, a good. Sip and drink. Yeah, it's a good sipping and drink. It's like a good aged whiskey, man. It's uh, some Smooth this is shit. great. It is smooth. I'm a fan. Good I like deal. it. deal. Well. And that's why I only drink this. Only. He's setting it up already. So, um, so you guys got a lot of shit going on. Um, y'all have a band that y'all are doing well with. Um, and you've only been doing that now. How long you been doing that? Oh
1: god, year and a (laughs) half,
2: maybe year and a half.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then your recording studio. That's that's the real ticket, right? Yeah, you guys are doing some shit with that. Like, so before we get into all that, um, Leaf and Kyle, how did y'all? How first off how did y'all meet? Because I met y'all through. Like, I feel like I met Leaf through like fitness and lifting weights and shit, maybe. See him at the gym. Same thing with you. Um, but we never really collaborated much. Um, but yeah, how did y'all get together? How did all this shit happen? God,
2: man. I don't even uh, know where to start. I kind of <laughs> remember. It seems like we met like <laughs> ten times, you know. Um, I think the first time we ever met was at a show. Um,
1: it was. Uh, was, it in, it, was it in Homer? No, no. Uh, the first time we met was actually in Monroe. And both our bands opened for Big Smo that night. At that strip club. Yeah. And I was <laughs> Well, I think of another show. <laughs> no, I didn't show. Nah, no uh, we met at the uh, Big Smoke Show, and uh, all he wanted to talk about was this TC Electronics pedal he just got. Yeah.
2: I was I was more a nerd then than I am now.
1: Oh, my God. It, it was bad. <laughs> I've
2: calmed down a little bit.
1: Well, so we were sitting there nerding out, you know, enjoying the thing. And uh, at the time, I think he had just started dating a friend of mine. And so i regularly go over to their house and hang out. And, uh, you know, just... Basically, we shared, we like to lift weights. We like to play music. And, uh, I mean, that's like, really all it took. Yeah.
2: Just getting best friends right then. Yeah, yeah.
1: Stepbrothers. Yeah, and step brothers. How yeah just just like the
2: movie. <laughs> how long ago was that?
1: Oh, dude, this is shit. Uh, Over a decade? <laughs> you were still with Cody Cook.
2: Yeah, this is probably
0: 2011. Okay. I'd say 2011. Okay. Somewhere okay. around there. Yeah. Yeah. And how long, leave, how long have you been playing music?
1: Uh... I probably started, I was like eight, okay. seven. Okay. Uh, started off on drums, went to bass. Last thing I got on was guitar, and I was like, I'm not, I don't need to learn anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I did buy a cello recently, so look out. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting good.
2: <laughs> Kyle, how long have you been doing it? Oh, man, I think I started playing guitar when I was, oh, God, probably 11 or 12. Um, at the time, I lived with my grandparents in Oklahoma, and all my... All my grandparents, all they listened to was either Bob Wills or Ricky Skaggs. Okay. So, like... Some old, some old banjo fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, my mom got remarried and moved down here, and uh, I remember being in, like, ninth grade, and my buddy was like, dude, you ever heard of Godsmack? I was like, what? I, the first time I heard... What was their big song? Um, oh, oh,
0: man. i stand, it alone, it was, it was I Stand Alone or something like that? It was, was that. Is that Godsmack? Yeah, that was God's it? it was. That was God's Was it crying like a bitch? No, no, <laughs> no, no came dude, out, that came
1: That banger came out later. <laughs> um,
2: but no, I remember listening to that and uh, uh, ACDC's Back in Black, and I was just like, "Dude, there's a whole nother world to this." Like, "Oh my god!" Then I got infatuated with rock and roll, and I was like, "I'm going to leave all this chicken picking stuff behind for a little bit." And then over time, I kind of came full circle back to it. Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, to answer your question, I think I started playing guitar when I was probably probably about eleven. And then I
0: got into banjo and whatever well, you else. Play, I they, from what I hear, you can play anything. Man, it's I try right to. <laughs> try yeah, to.
1: Yeah, he's a particularly, I'd say his best instrument. I mean, he's great at guitar. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Good at pedal steel. The best at the skim flute. Yeah, skin <laughs> skim flute. <laughs> I've mastered that. Yes, I'm a virtuoso. I'm not going to lie. His finish time for me is it's amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, uh, you have um, steel guitar. You play a lot of that, too.
2: Pedal steel guitar, it's crazy because uh, you know most people associate pedal steel guitar with like, and I get it, it's kind of a stereotype, like it's only old guys who play, which is... Well, you it, know, is. it is, normally. It's it's like, when
0: I saw you playing that, I was like, holy shit.
2: Yeah, um, and it, it's weird when I got into it, like, there was this old album that came out, I was probably 15, 16, and it was an instrumental pedal steel album. Um, I think the guy's name was Bruce Kapan. And it was just like weird, like ambient pedal steel stuff, and it was just like the most beautiful thing I ever heard. And then later, I got into the more traditional stuff because it paid well, you yeah, know. But like, yeah. so anytime I play pedal steel guitar, it's more of like this, like, how weird can I make this and not make it sound like traditional twang stuff? Yeah, you know. Which the the, the old school twang stuff is cool, but it's, it's it's boring to me. I'm always trying to look for new new things with that instrument, and there, yeah. there's so many things you can do with that instrument it's like
0: i feel like it hasn't fully been tapped into yet you know? that makes sense i mean that most of the time when you think of steel guitar you think of 70s country which know, is great like 60s country, haggard 70s, all that yeah. stuff man yeah. it's awesome i yeah. enjoy
2: that but like there's so many different things you can do with it you know yeah i wonder
0: how it could be implemented into some metal shit y'all probably already working on yeah <laughs> I know we actually guess. have an album
2: coming out
1: next week yeah yes, right? yes. Yes. yes there you go yeah know no, we actually are doing that on some pretty metal stuff yeah Awesome. Yeah. uh And uh, Kyle was the first person I ever seen actually do one with an Ebo on it. And I mean, besides that, you're the only one that's actually like really experimented with. Yeah. People who
2: don't know what Ebo is, it's like this, it's this little device. I don't know. It's it's a little bit smaller than a phone, but you, you, it's it's got a nine volt battery and it it hovers over the string. And when you turn it on, it makes the string sustain indefinitely. So you don't have to pick it or anything. It just hums just, and you can move around on it. If I had one here, I'd, show you some sounds on right, it right? also
1: the tone of it like the frequency is completely different the sound is com-
2: yeah the timbre of it is totally it
1: changes it completely
2: yeah it's like you can create these worlds you know inside a song with this this little e and a pedal steel it's just like it's almost like a string section but it's a pedal steel it's yeah. really cool
0: man. very atmospheric yeah well so you guys been playing for a while Um at what point before this band happened at what point do you start singing Dude, yeah. I swear like six months ago.
2: Like, <laughs> it's that bad. Dude, the first day? time
0: he talked to me, we were in a fucking bar drunk and I was doing karaoke with some guy or something. Remember that shit? And he came up to me, he's like, man, you should be a lead singer. I was like, fuck no, man. We should just shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah, dude, I, this was probably maybe two years ago. Um, and prior to those two years, Leaf had, you know, we would hang out drinking and he would. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna eventually talk him into this, but <laughs> he's got like ten songs that he's like parodied up. Like uh, what was the Enrique song? I can uh, be your nympho. Let baby. me be
1: your nympho baby, yeah. dude. So yeah.
2: we would get drunk, and he would just like you'd see him with the guitars. i like, oh, he's got the guitar. He starts singing these songs. It was great. And I remember thinking, I was like, man, he's got a pretty good voice. He should do something with that. And then this was probably about two years ago. He was like, man, I, I want to cut a song. And he let me hear. It. I was like, "Dude, you sound really good." And then here
0: we are. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah It's a recently acquired talent, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's still a new one. It's a new one. Yeah.
0: So you have, um, so you have an album out now.
1: Yeah, or uh, is it a single? Did you a single uh, I do single? I'm doing nothing but singles. Okay, you okay. do singles now. Okay. Uh, and it's, it makes more sense today. Yeah, I mean, there's no leave? point
0: like spending all that time and taking that long of a break to cut a whole album to release it and then you could have been dropping singles all the time.
2: Yeah, the slow drip. Well, yeah. You well, know, that's what I tell people cuz I mean if you uh, people come to the studio, not to cut you off. People come to the studio all the time. I was like, man, I got th- 45 songs we're going to do. I'm like, you're going to release all this at once like yeah. this anthology? Yeah. That's cool, you know, but it's not the same as like I mean, dude, I can remember the first album I ever got was Limp Bizkit's Significant Other. I still jam that thing. <laughs> I jammed on the way up here. Like I love that album. And I can remember back then getting these albums and it's like you took it in as a body of work.
0: Yeah. You didn't have Spotify to bounce yeah.
2: around stuff. Yeah. And, like, you would wear that CD out until, you know, you ask your mom, okay, hey, it doesn't work anymore. Can I get another one? You know. Um, but it's not like that. I call it in the age of TikTok. You know. Every, yeah. Everything's just instant gratification. Yeah. So, I feel like if you go in and you release 20 of your best songs, you know, it, it, it just goes under the rug, you know. Most people, likely they
1: hear one of those songs.
2: Yeah. And then it's, like, five years later and they
0: forgot about it where if you have five songs, you can drip that out over the course of a you know, year. No, I agree. I agree, and then they get to pick and choose what they like. Well, exactly. you know, it's funny, too. Different demographic like a different single. Kind of like, like when you put, drop an album, someone would – like for instance, I think of like uh, remember Little John and the East Side Boys and that album yeah. dropping. Everybody jammed the. I don't whole think I to that one fucking CD. <laughs> Hold what? What?
2: I'm gonna have to jam it on the way out of here, dude.
0: It's been <laughs> <laughs> shoot, and, and like you would have one person be like, "Oh man, to the windows of the wall," and the other person's like, "Well, did you hear the blow?" You know what I mean? Like the whole like it just depends on who's listening to it. Who's gonna pick out a song, right? Right. But um, no, I think it's I think it's cool. So what? So you start singing when you start singing, like before before this band generated like. Uh, Were you doing anything? Were you messing around with stuff? or y'all just threw on, it together?
1: On, honestly, the only, really, one of the first reasons we ever did anything was an advertisement to try to get people to know that we did rock music. Okay, that's when we did the Prince thing.
0: Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, dude, uh, it, it was it was just fun. We weren't trying to like,
2: I guess, be anything with so that. that just those just of y'all who don't.
0: It. Yeah, so yeah, they recreated the um, it was a Chappelle scene, right? Yeah. So, yeah. they recreated so show, show scene with Prince. Uh, you know, everyone who, anyone who from our era knows that story. Charlie Murphy. uh, Yeah. Charlie (laughs) Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) So from there, that's kind of how it taken, it took off, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that It took off from just that because we were, uh, we love doing Texas country and stuff, but it's nice to play something different. Yeah. Or work on something different. And we weren't getting anybody really doing any rock stuff. And we're like, Hey, we could do this too. If you, you know, if you're interested, our studio can do this as well. And, uh, Sorry about that, but yeah, that's done. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so we want to let people know that we could do that, and and that that was the big selling point behind that is just to let people know that we can do this and we yeah. can provide the service.
2: Yeah, it, it was only, it was almost more of an advertisement thing than like some passionate like. This is what we want to do, is like Chappelle Show skits. And,
0: you yeah. know, it was just more of a, a gimmick to get people to, to notice. And that's for the recording studio. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so, how long have y'all been open now? It's been like a year? A little over a, year. a little okay. year. Okay. Yeah. And so, what has happened in that year? Oh, God. A lot. Like, dude, so, I don't like, think this podcast is long enough. Dude, let's talk about <laughs> story, it, though. Cause I, I'm interested. Here's, here's, all right, look, here's why I'm interested. I may have brought this up. To, I know I brought this up, maybe on the show, maybe outside of the show, talking to somebody. I can't remember who it was, but um, this area was so pivotal, like uh, for music, you know, yeah, in the '50s and '60s, and you know, like Louisiana, Louisiana right? yeah. And so, since yeah, then, start doing that, dude. <laughs> <it is. laughs> since then, it's went, you know, kind of, it's just, you know, kind of slowly. I feel like they're in the '90s. We had the rock era, where you know these bands come up late '90s, early 2000s, like Tragedy and stuff Dude, like that, yes. and it kind of reinvigorated this area for a little while for the, for the rock scene here. And there was, you know, some a lot of good talent coming out of here. And Great. I saw some of these people on the show, and uh, you guys know all those people. And um, and since then, there's really hasn't been anyone around here promoting music production. Yeah. Um, they're just. Re- I mean, maybe there's a studio here and there, but they're not like, they're not. Basically, I don't know. They're not broadcasting it well, or, or they're 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 not known. I didn't know. Like when I heard you guys were doing this, immediately what I thought was somebody fucking need to. Might as well be y'all. You know what <laughs> yeah, mean? right, right. You know, and I I think it was a a great endeavor. I mean, and a great decision.
2: Yeah. So I went to school for Pro Tools in two thousand five. And when I got done with it, you know, I started playing in original bands and stuff like that. And I'd always been in and out of the studio. I just, I loved it, but I had this itch to scratch to play live and, and do that. So I guess in 2013, I moved to Nashville and I got to tour and do everything I wanted. And one of the last shows I played was the Grand Old Opry. And I was like, now what? You know, and I'd been on the road for probably three and a half years, and I was just burnt out, you know. And through all that, I was in the studio. Were you
0: playing lead guitar this whole time? And and pedal steel. Okay, Okay, gotcha. Um, Double duties. (laughs) Didn't pay double, though, unfortunately.
2: But, um, yeah, and it just got to the point where I was just burnt out on uh, not playing music but just being gone, you know. I mean, I'd go out for two weeks and come home for, like, four, eight hours. And you do that for a couple years and, like, your friends become acquaintances and families just like you don't really have much to talk about, you know, it's just, you feel kind of disconnected. But anyway, where I'm going with the story is, um, I got to the point where I was burnt out on travel and I was like, and I was always in and out of the studio. So I was like, I'm just gonna start recording stuff out of my house, you know? And, uh, I just, I'd always loved it, but like, I really fell in love with it. You know, I think it was that stage of my life where I'd transitioned out of touring. Yeah. And, Done that. You already got list. your feel of that. Got yeah. my feel, and I still love playing live, right. like with Leaf, like doing <clears throat> local stuff, you know. Um, but like the two month tours and stuff, I'm kind of. I'm 35. I'm kind of getting on up there, you know. I'm kind of over that, but some people, <laughs> some people love it, and that's yeah. cool. But yeah. I, I just, I really feel fulfilled, you know, being in the studio and making stuff come to life. Like it's just because, like, some of my favorite records, you know, it was like the band was great. <clears throat> But it was the producer and engineer that really brought that home, you know, and it's this body of work that you just like cherish, you know, your favorite albums. It's like, man, I want to be that guy. You know, I don't, I'm not worried about being on stage in
0: front of people or having this big name. I just want to make
2: great albums, you know, so.
0: Well, I think it's, I think it's always interesting too when when it comes to production and studio recording is that so many of these studios out there were so like highly sought after. And so these artists would have to, they felt like they have to go there Mm -hmm. and get that person to work on their music. And there was never nothing right there convenient for them where I feel like what you guys have, you've kind of got full circle, you know, the industry yeah, and you're not just someone trying to produce someone. You're actually someone with some like knowledge and talent.
2: Yeah. And that's me and Leaf talk about that a lot. Like, Dude, we've been out of in and out of so many studios over the past, you know, our career, um, and most of the time you walk in there, it feels like you're in a dentist's office, you know, and it's like you get the
0: the product back and you're like, "This is shit." Like it's really underwhelming. <laughs> this is yeah. That's the think, best why word. Do think, why do you think it's shit though? Do you think it's shit because the the atmosphere wasn't there? No. Man, not so much the it, atmosphere.
2: the personnel. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. Okay.
1: It's well, it's not cared. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pretty much the faster you get it out, the faster it goes, the more money you will probably make. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but also I think that's a negative thing because if you want to be, if you want to be like somebody that's really making a lot of money and doing well, you have to be great. You have to be the best. Yeah. And there's no if ands, buts about it. If you want to be a Bob Rock, then you've got to be anal about everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be, it is your job to highlight, those artists and their talent, whatever they do, it's, it's your job.
2: Yeah. And even, even now, like, you know, with the studio, like I'm in there every day. Yeah. I was in there this morning before I got here.
0: Well, it's like almost like a full-time job now, right? Yeah. And it's, I
2: still learn things every day. Like every time, even things I've done a million times, I either find a faster way to do them or better way to do them. Um, But all these details, like the more I do it, the more anal I get so i'm tr- I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, man, I don't work with that guy, he's so anal, he's a dick, but like at the same time, it's like, man, do you want this shit to be good or not? you know so it's there's kind of a fine line. I think it's just how you approach
0: clients, yeah. you know well, so tell me some people you've been worked with this past year, like that you y'all couldn't believe like holy shit, these people are coming here <laughs> and man, sitting in here in this studio, and we're actually collabing we, with them
2: we done um this was there's and we're we're relatively new, so no one like you know. Gene Simmons or anybody, right, yet, right, right, right. You right. know, um, but we had a this was this was probably six or seven months ago. Um, so one of my really close friends I grew up with, Blake Griffith. I don't know if you know, yeah, Blake. I, know
0: Blake. I know Blake, yeah,
2: phenomenal guy, amazing songwriter. Um, he actually had a, a cut from Tim McGraw on his last album called Hallelujahville that was written about Grand Canyon. I mean, damn, it's an amazing song. Like, go listen to it. So <clears throat> to backtrack just a little bit. Um, it was Blake's idea originally to move the studio out of my house into that restaurant there, and me and him used to when we were kids used to eat fried chicken over in the corner, yeah. you know. So he told me that I was like, "Dude, this is nuts, man. I, I'm not doing that." And then like two weeks later, me and Leaf were like, "Yeah, we're doing this." <laughs> so here yep. we here we are, you know. But anyway, <clears throat> back on track with the story. Um, so um, Blake. Um, wrote that song with a guy named Tom Douglas, songwriter named Tom Douglas. And you know, I've met Tom a couple times. Super nice guy, amazing, amazing songwriter. He uh, he wrote "The House That Built Me" by Miranda yeah. Lambert. Yeah, a lot of little big town stuff. Um, so many.
1: He has over thirty number one songs. Yeah, and he's probably top three Nashville writers ever. They just did a documentary on him. Okay. Yeah. It was... Uh, what was the name of that? Uh, I believe it's on Amazon. I don't know. God! And I, I feel bad I hadn't even watched it yet.
2: Sorry, Blake. Um, it was... Uh, I don't know. It'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, so um, Blake invited Tom down and a couple other songwriters. And uh, we, we kind of done some stuff in the studio. And um, they're wanting to put together a, a songwriters kind of seminar slash festival in Grand Cane. So... This wasn't even a thing until Tom came down and saw the studio, right. and you know, a BS with him, and saw you know, it was legit. We're really we're really trying to do something here, you know, and uh, so that's in the works. So anyway, so we had him come in, and uh, just being around someone of that caliber is just like, why are you here? Like, you know what I'm
0: saying? No, I get you know, it. yeah. I mean, it's like,
2: yeah, what? it's like, wow, this is this is really happening, you know. Um, so we've we've had him come in. We've we've done a lot of we do a lot of demos for. um for those guys um, and a lot of publishing companies out in Nashville but uh, we, I think we recently done some stuff with Frank Foster um, this was two, last month two we,
1: months we did a couple fiddle tracks yeah yeah.
0: Um, it would be on his new album um, well, walk me through this so how does it work so for for me and for all of those people who don't know you have a song it's written on a piece of paper what's the next step
1: well oh. to copyright it okay uh, you're going to copyright it now today being that you can have a you know a recorded version of it that might, that's just as good as having a copyright of it okay because any file has a date right, yeah. mm-hmm. right? we you're talked right. about that and that would hold up in court if okay. that's yeah. what you're getting at um, but you can actually go like say we're here we can go you can go to la.gov or whatever it is and you can actually copyright your song you send in the lyrics written out and you can save that yeah uh and when you
2: actually go to record it, like on there's timestamps on the hard drive, yeah, like the actual audio right, files. Yeah, so I mean, so it's kind of a double whammy there, right. You know, um, and then when you actually release it, it gets copyrighted again through whoever you release it through. Yeah, us I mean, or
1: there's been people who lose lawsuits over just how close the song was. Yeah, uh, like in progression. Yeah,
2: what uh, was that big one with? Was it Joe Satriani and? Uh, it was Joe Satriani. You remember that? And, uh, I'm only saying that because we're guitar players. I feel so like, like I heard this. It was though. Joe
1: Satriani and uh I'm trying to think. It Was was uh, it Coldplay? No, it was a female. Oh, wait, they did have one, but I don't think that held up. It, one was actually a female rapper artist. I feel like I heard about they this. They used like always... Rihanna or something? No. Uh, <laughs> I
2: remember it being a big deal. I'm like, Joe would never yeah. do that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah they used uh, a clip of always with you,
0: always with me. That's right. That's right. I, d- I remember that vividly. Yeah, Lil' Kim. That's what it was. Yeah, Lil I know it was somebody. I thought, couldn't remember if it was Nikki or someone. I know it was... a. a Legit-ass female rapper. Maybe it, maybe rapper. it was really? Nicki yeah. Minaj. It was it was one of them. It was legit, though. I, I just can't remember who it was. But I, when you brought that up, I was like, I did remember hearing that. Yeah. I remember seeing that. I was fired up. I was like, Joe's to win this, man.
2: <coughs> he didn't <laughs> steal nothing.
0: Well,
1: there <laughs> was actually a dispute over the Chili Peppers' uh, Mary Jane and uh, – uh, No, it no, was uh, Danny, California, Cal- Danny California, California and Mary Jane. And yeah. Tom Petty's Mary Jane. Yeah.
2: Which, I mean, they're kind of close, but it's like – It was just a chord progression. It's 3 chords. You know, so, well,
0: so they give you – not to cut you all, off. No, you could. Like, so – Write the song, copyright it. What's next? My question is, I'm a so I'm a starving artist, or I have a I'm a solo artist, so I have mm-hmm. a three piece band. I write these songs, I'm playing them in bars. It's time. I've got enough following. I feel like I got five thousand followers on Facebook, Instagram. I want to come cut a record. What do I do then?
2: There's a bunch of different avenues you could take. There's okay. more. There's more than one way to skin the cat here. Right. Because okay. I've I've had uh. Recently, I had a guy, and I've done this um, several times. They'll send me a voice memo of them singing the song. I'm mm-hmm. uh, talking about with their iPhone, singing the song uh, and then playing guitar to it. And I'll import that into Pro Tools. Is that awkward?
0: What? Like just like knowing that someone texts you, like that they're sitting there recording their song on a phone and then send it to you. I guess not in your industry, but for me, it, feel, it Does feels it feels weird, it feel awkward, like it, it feels feel too awkward. personal or something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, very normal. Okay, yeah. it is. Yeah. I just, I didn't know. I was just like that seems like no.
2: I crap. and I, I, don't know. I guess I've done it so much, I'm immune to it. it yeah, it doesn't feel weird to me. It just feels normal. Yeah, um, but they'll send it to me. I import it in Pro Tools, and um, man, anytime I'm doing stuff like that, really, anytime I do a project, it's across uh, a click track a metronome. Um, you know the old. The yep, piano teachers yeah. are like, follow the little, yeah. you know. So that's built into Pro Tools. And I'll find the BPMs the beats per minute and then sync this voice memo up to that. And then from there, isolate the vocals and build the whole track um, around that vocal line that they sent me through their iPhone. So once the whole track's built, mute that scratch track, scratch vocal they sent you. And then, then they bring them in. in. And then sing over the top
0: of but it. But that's for the final. but that track you. I mean, that's got their whatever sound they brought gave you with their vocals, right? Right. And I build
2: so, in the studio. I
0: build everything around that. Okay. So, well, do you ever run into this? I feel like you, you you see a lot of people who want to cut a record, but they don't use their who they're performing with all the time. They bring other background music in, or you guys may be playing, right? Like, what does that do with the quality? Right, so, what does that do whenever, like, say, say I'm an artist, I have a band. I can't ever get these dudes to show up on shows, or whatever. That's so usually like, the fuck, problem, yeah, yeah. right. I know I, I know the industry, right? They, can so play, they play, play it they just want to show up. I play bars and shit a long time ago, but it never mounted yeah. anything. But it's like so I uh, can <laughs> <laughs> so I I am like We've been it. there, man. I know. am like, know. hey guys, can y'all play drums and uh guitar? I'm gonna come in, um, cut a record. And then they release this thing and then you're like f- they're like, fuck, it sounds amazing. But then the their band's not playing as good as y'all are. Does that shit happen? I feel like it has it, it, to happen. It does. Yeah. It more does. Often you, yeah, <clears throat> more I often so. than you I think. Mean, I just feel like that's a scenario that happens a lot. I'm, yeah.
2: Um, Man, it's kind of a – I don't say a touchy subject because we're not talking about anybody in particular I, here, well, but it happens probably more often
0: than Well, not. I can only imagine because you guys are phenomenal musicians, and you have these guys that, who have a great band behind them too, but then once it's tracked and produced and it sounds amazing – and it sounds that good, there's probably well, no way they that, could ever duplicate that. Again.
2: Well, at that point, like, did you get what you wanted? Yeah. Like, Did you get a good song yeah. that sounds great? Yes. Then you there
0: ever, it is. Can you ever replicate it live? Well, well, well,
1: that, <laughs> that's, that's what's weird. N- n- now, now, there's something that goes I'll let, into I'll let Leaf comment There's something on that. that goes into that. Fizzy fired up you, in here, man. <laughs> Let's no, do you it. Can look, Let's you know, it. You can look at this from a certain point of view. It's much easier to learn something that someone else did on the fly than it is to. I guess, create it on yes. the spot that exactly. day. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, because sometimes the best parts are not the most technical parts. We, we know that. Yeah. Uh, it, cause like if you're going to be a stu- studio guy, a session guy, your, your job is to play for the song. What drives yes. the song? What makes it the yeah. best it can be? It's not always going to be sweeping arpeggios and hand tap two and hand tapping Two hand your toes. Like, yeah. It, <laughs> it, uh, now, live for, now, now, now you know. there are moments that they call for those things. Yeah, yeah. But but it's for the song. Right. Yeah. What does the song ask for?
2: And man, with on that note, there's a lot of people who are great live. Amazing. But when you get them in the studio, um, I think three things can happen. They get the red light syndrome where they overthink things. Yeah. And they just can't be themselves. Um, two, um, they don't. I don't think they have the creativity to to improvise the parts he's talking about. Yeah, in a in a timely manner, you know, because time's money. You know, you don't want to spend twenty hours figuring out a chord progression. You know, yeah. Um, and three, I forgot what three
0: was. I think I was. I think the <laughs> tequila's talking now. <laughs>
2: well, well. In a nutshell, those two for
0: sure. That but. makes sense though, because there's so many artists that on the, on the advert, like you said, that, that that are amazing, phenomenal live, and mm-hmm. not that great in the studio. Two people come to mind, two artists that literally make my me have goosebumps thinking about it. Is in a good yeah, or bad way? It's Gary yes. good? Gary Clark Jr. Oh God, yes, and awesome. And Tab Benoit. Tab's great. When you see yeah. those people live, it changes your fucking life. Yes. It's different. It changes your fucking life because those two performers I've never seen. Yes, like I've never. I, you could hear their songs. Is like that's good. That's a jam. That sounds great. Yeah. But when you see them live and see how talented they are, I'll tell you another another person who who like. I couldn't believe was so phenomenal um, as a performer and guitarist is Keith Urban and Brad Paisley. When I saw them touring together, I couldn't believe it. Because you don't get that from listening. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't even get that from a music video. But when you see those people live and you're like, holy fuck, they can play the shit out of the guitar and they have amazing vocals. That that,
1: that, that goes back to another thing. What, What they're trying to do, like... As a musician or somebody that's a huge music lover, you may want to hear you may want to hear him chicken picking his butt off, right? Yeah, right. But you're not selling but your, but your everyday listener, they want to hear. They want a little more watered down. Yeah, they want, they, they want a story. They they want more chorus. Don't bore us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they want yeah a story. More
0: chorus. Don't bore us. That's exactly right. I right. want a story, man. They yeah. want something mm-hmm. they can relate to, listen to, and make them feel good. That's make exactly them feel right. good. Make them feel sad. Whatever. Tap the emotion. Okay. Yeah, that's Cause, exactly. Because right. I'll go ahead
1: and tell you, Brad Paisley is. He could he could put out a phenomenal guitar out.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: could Keith Urban. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I actually Keith is probably of my of the two guitarists. Keith is actually my favorite as far as taste. Like, Same I for like, me. I like his note selection. Yeah. And uh, but that that's all about picking for the song.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I, and that's what they're doing. They're just they're selling a product. Well, you know? it's
0: just so funny though when you when you have some sort of taste, it's interesting, right? Because people become, you become snobs almost like art or cars or anything else. You're like. You're course, not listening never. To the song anymore <laughs> You listen to everything That's around the song you yeah, know? yeah And it's like When I hear those things Like when I saw Gary Clark Jr. live or, or Tab Benoit Tab actually played here I was trying to get him On the podcast We couldn't line it up But I'd already seen him multiple times live and anytime I know he's around, I'm gonna go watch him. Yeah. Like that's just one of those guys I don't give a fuck. And so many people don't know about him. I know. And he could have been so much he could be like if we were in the time of Jimi Hendrix and, you know, he'd have Prince, been that. he he could be that. But now it's like those people don't appreciate that anymore. They appreciate a story and that's okay. Yeah. But for me, I don't even hear the words. I see the performance and I feel like I feel the performance. I don't like so much mm-hmm. listen to the words even though I'm making reciting well, single songs. I don't know what the fuck it, I'm playing. It's just well,
2: important because you could have these amazing words and the performance around it's not good. The, the words aren't going to convey like yeah. they should. You know, there's there's going to be like a, a broken something there. Yeah. You know, It's not going to connect. So, But no, there's it's kind of a two-way street there.
1: I mean, yeah, I get it. And I, and I think a lot of these artists save that showmanship and the things they can do for the live show because it's a different thing in a live show you want to see them rip you want to see them like, you
2: want to see it blown out of
0: proportion you want to remember yes You want exactly to, you
1: want, You don't want to hear the, you don't want to hear the album you could
2: have stayed at home yeah Yeah. but back to what you were talking about with like you know I want to be able to replicate this live yeah so <clears throat> me and Leaf have talked about this extensively like there's I don't want to say it's a fine line but there's this gray area with live music because it's live music it's not ever going to be perfect and that's why it's great you know you know Let's say you come in and you track this, this song and it's like sounded badass, and like we put a fiddle in there that like really makes it like that's that, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it great. And you don't have a fiddle player live, you know, it's okay. Like people are still going to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, it's not some critical, like, man, we don't have that one little fiddle lick right there, so everybody's going to be pissed and leave the show. You know, I think people overthink that too much. Because there's been much. there's been a lot of bands that I've listened to live that were missing like a cello part or something that I really loved off the album. But it didn't matter because like the energy was there. Yeah. And, like I was seeing Nim yeah. live singing the song I like. You know, it's not. I think it's that's kind of blown out of proportion. Well, but we could be totally wrong. But no, that's no, how I feel about no, it. I no, know. Uh,
1: if you really love that song as much as you know, you're paid to see this artist. If you your brain is already filling in. Those the gaps, yeah. Exactly. You already you're filling Makes in the blanks. Sense. Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: You're, yeah, your brain is already there. That's exactly. Yeah, right. you're not sitting there thinking, "Wait, that doesn't sound right. That's not good." Yeah, I'm um, getting out of here. Yeah, no. I, I, no.
1: I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan, and if and sometimes the performances they don't, they're not as obviously they're not as tighter as perfect as the album. Jimmy Page, you know, mm-hmm. and there's parts that aren't there, but I'm still gonna watch it because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm because I love it. You I know? love it, and, and like there's something there's something extra about it
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah even the mistakes yeah that it's it's a lot it's great it's good stuff yeah, i think there's something to like people who have this it's so interesting too and i've talked about this before but like everyone has a weird sense or, or weird connotation about what type of music they've listened to and sometimes they listen to things that's so i mean it could be amazing but they don't want to share them with people because they only want people to know if they listen to something similar, right? It's kind of like an identity thing, right? So
2: you got like, your closet tunes that yeah, nobody closet, hears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, everyone has that, right? But like, I think it's—I always think it's interesting to, to for people to like share what they really like, and then kind of learn from that, right? Because there's so many there's so many songs, and not to get like too far left, like, oh, I need to find some crazy artist no one ever has heard of, so I can mention them and I want sound be a hipster. cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. a hipster. I, want, I want, like not not yeah. to be like a hipster, but at the same time, like. Introducing people to to new music all the time because like the thing is is I feel like there's only a certain amount of sounds that we've experienced. Agreed. Mainstream, right? Agree. There's so many other sounds that we haven't experienced and what you guys are doing, you're gonna catch lieu of that way further ahead of time than other people. We're trying to. But figure out how to
2: we're out there fishing every day for it, man. Trying to figure out how to
0: (laughs) implement that back into the stream, you know what I mean? Like into and to, and to get, get people to catch on to it and be like, Okay, this is something new and different. Right. How does it apply? Because I mean we all know that's like every single one of these phases of um these industries, like the hip hop industry, how much it's changed from when it started to what it is now and the craftsmanship of the song, mm-hmm. how it's it's not diminished, but it's just adjusted. Right. Because everyone's like, I don't like that mumble rap shit now. It's still it's still being produced, it's still being engineered. And it's still being put out there. There's time put into this. This is still artwork. It's just not the same artwork as it used to be. Right. But it's still something unique in itself, and it's a different fucking sound. You yeah, may not exactly. like it, but that's hip hop right now. Well, I mean,
2: it, uh, this is a totally different genre. But like when Whalen and stuff came out, yeah, everybody hated it. Yeah, they were like, "This is this is bullshit." It's not country music, you know. But like, we never heard those people say that. No, we just think that's like, "Oh my god, hell yeah, It's yeah. the stuff," yeah. and it's amazing stuff. But there were haters back then too. Yeah, you know. So like, no matter. What you do, any, t- any way you try to twist the knob to a different setting, there's going to be someone who doesn't like it. So it's up to you to be like, I dig it. Fuck off, loser. You know, I'm into this.
0: You know, and you just go with, you know, what you like. Yeah. You, know, it's, you have to. What you, did you, what's your sound like? How did you find your sound that you have now? Like, how that happen? Get, Limp Biscuit, Limp Biscuit. Yeah, that's exactly it. All it all ties back to Limp Biscuit. I how, hope they listen to this podcast. Make,
2: this,
1: this doesn't make any sense. Like, tell me how that happens. Uh, as far as like the sound for us or the sound? the sound?
0: the sound for for your band, but also yeah, just the sound for your band. Like your your sound, your voice. Uh, man, because I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, assume, I wouldn't associate that to lip biscuit ever. No, basically. it
2: was total joke. It was a terrible yeah. joke. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. It was
0: like, <laughs> shit.
2: Total facetious <laughs> moment.
1: We'll edit that out. Oh, most of it's just things that I love. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. it's elements that I love. Earth, basically what I think fits me. That's, that's, that's essentially it. Like, at the same time, like, me and Kyle have even talked about putting out an album under a different name. Like, you know, uh, because we have a lot of other stuff that we love to do. Uh, it's totally different than what I'm doing. So it's not tied to one identity? No, no. Yeah. I mean...
2: Um, yeah. Um, and and it's weird because like... And I think we just talked about this yesterday, the day before. Um, so we've got... Oh, God, dude. We probably got like 30 songs that like... I feel like... Every, and I'm I'm hoping this is the uh, scenario. Every time we do a new song, it gets better. You know, hopefully we're not regressing. But we've probably got about 30 songs right now and like probably out of those 10, there's some stuff in there that's like, this doesn't really sound like what we usually do, you know, then, but, and I, and he got to talking about like, man, maybe we should release some of this weirder stuff. This kind of B side stuff is like a different entity. And I was like, man, if you go to listen to Led Zeppelin or like any of these great albums, it's like, if you listen to going to California, then black dog, that's not, that's not even the same. No. It's not dude. Like not even close. Yeah. Same singer. And yeah. that's how you know it, you know. So it's kind of like maybe we should stop catering to like what other people may consume it as, and just put it on there. If they don't like one of the songs, then don't listen
0: to it. Yeah, you know? it'd be awesome to drop an album that had a little bit of everything in it. Exactly. No well, one does that. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's exactly. It will right. be. <laughs> and, and it's not so left and right where it's like, man, this
2: next song's dubstep. Yeah. You know, it's not that. Like, <laughs> That'd it's be not awesome like, though. It might. Maybe we'll eventually get to that point. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, that's what would we'll be known as. It's like every track's like you never know what you are going to get. Yeah. You know.
1: Well, so. you, well. I i tell you this. We have like a track like pretend it's acoustic cellos, pedal steel, really, you know, pretty different, you know, different type of style. And then we've got some other stuff that's coming out that would pass for a new Metallica record. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's going to be a very, yeah, I mean,
2: but the ultimate like fingerprint on it, those is vocal. You know what I mean? Cause like if you mute the vocal and you just listen to music in general, like from a a band or whatever, it's like, it didn't truly have an identity until you put that voice on
0: it. Right. So it's kind of like, as long as the vocal's there and it's right. it's audio, but whenever it's visual, like when you're, uh, excuse me, it's still audio, but like if you're only listening to it, then yeah, but I feel like if you're in person. Oh, yeah. Then you appreciate the background almost more than the vocal. Yeah, yeah, I can see that too, yeah. So I
2: don't know, uh, and I think maybe we're kind of, Shifting away from that I don't know I'm sure we'll probably do A dubstep album or something But, <laughs> but yeah So we're not worried about it We're just going to put stuff out And if people like it They like it If they don't Then it's like
1: Well I like it I will say we do have Somebody's going to like it We <laughs> do know? have one song uh, That eventually I guess We'll put out It's a song called Sober And it's mm-hmm. uh, Actually the verses are all fitting. <laughs> they're all rap Yeah they're basically rapping It's okay. Yeah That's essentially That's think, what it think is Think like Third Eye Blind Okay, but it's rapping, semi charm right. kind of life, right? Kind yeah. of like that yeah. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Of, but yeah. Um, but it's different, yeah. And then at the same time, we we
0: might do something really bluegrass. <laughs>
1: you know, what I
2: mean, Yeah. we got a couple of them up my sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, ready. yeah. I'll bust out the old five string.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Show right? you some because real truth. Here's, th- here's something that, like, I think about and I see. I fucking love Charlie Crockett. Oh, he's I seen he's him. great, man. A lot of people him. don't know about him. They don't. That's so why I'm going to talk about him all the time. Chance I get. <laughs> so, he, um, you know, he started as that almost kind of like Gary Clark Jr. Austin, to Austin country kind of, you know, mm-hmm. more music festival vibes. Little, you know, little hipster, little rock, little little blues, little country, and he's taking on the full on like '60s '50s country fucking sound. Duke's and Hazard, recrea- man. He's recreating it. It's great. I and think I'm it's like, great. fuck, this is a phenomenal. He's like. He's, he's all in. Mm-hmm. He's clothes, everything. He's all in. Loving it. And it's working. And yeah. it's working for a new demographic. It's not working. We don't have 70-year-old people listen to it. We mm-hmm. have 20-year-old people, twenty, yeah. you know, 30-year-old people listen to this shit. Yeah. And they're like, they've never heard the sound. They didn't know the old version. That's exactly right. I feel like
2: all those great genres, yeah. um, even 80s dubstep, if it was around during the 80s, I think it all
0: comes back around. Because it's, it's cause re- younger generations... Yeah find it it's again it's recreated but they enhance it like so his version mm-hmm. of some of these songs sounds phenomenal compared to the original song yeah everyone some of you have some people who are like realist. I mean like people who are just like true to the originality of it and say oh I like the original but some of these songs he's like redoing or the sounds he's creating is like dude it's got a Hank Williams vibe but it's got a little blues vibe to it and it's like no one can duplicate it. like he's he's yeah. taking pieces of things and, and you know and marrying together recreating the sound marrying them together and yeah. then you know, he has something new, but at the same time, it's got all the old – it's all from yeah. somewhere else.
2: Well, I, th- I think it's where new things originate from, like, you know, like even with guitar playing, like, you know, like with the way I play, it's not – it's regurgitated licks that I tried to steal from, like, Joe Satriani or whatever that I couldn't really figure out, and I just kind of half-assed it. <laughs> and now it just, it's just how I play, you yeah. know. So I think it's a lot – like that with music, too. Just over the years, people like, man, I like this song, I like this song, I like this song, I like this song. And then, you know, they write a new song with all these little pieces from the song, and it starts venturing into a new genre, you know. Well,
1: well you, you can look at Kyle's playing, and uh, you t- we talk about the banjo thing. Well, like most of your players, a lot of them are alternate pickers. Every note. Uh, one of the things that's really made him interesting as a player is all that banjo picking has really paid off because it's these aggressive... Legato lines, and they sound more aggressive because of the way he plays, and it makes something completely unique. It's different. Uh, I'm a regular alternate picker, and it just sounds like Shred Man.
2: Alternate picking for people who don't play or know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's where you have picking. a pick and you pick every note with yeah. with your actual plectrum. I can't do and that. And I do yeah.
1: a, I do a lot of chicken picking and stuff, but uh, but Kyle's taking it to a Pretty astounding level. Next like level,
2: say. yeah. <laughs> it'll be it'll be Jeff back here in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. He was great, man. Oh yeah,
1: great player. Um, yeah. But he but he's found his own sound. That's what makes him great. Is he like you know? I, I know it. If if I didn't know Kyle and I just listened to his stuff, I would know it was him playing. Right. Because he's the only player, and that and that and by the way, I've studied guitar. I've been into every guitar player on the face of the planet that you can imagine. And he's got a style that you know it's his. It's no different than uh, Chris Buck, or if it would be Steve Ray Vaughan, you know who it is. You have a lot of copycats out there, but currently there's nobody copycatting him because they don't know yet. Which yeah. is
2: well, wild to hear. I guess he's partial because we're partners, but I get I get tired of hearing own shit. Well, you know, I think I, it's with anybody. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I can
1: t- I can tell you this: he's bashful. But uh, he was offered the Brentley Gilbert job. What about mm, a couple months ago?
2: Yeah. Which would be the kind guitars. of goes back full circle to really? being on the road. Yeah, yeah. It would have been amazing, but I uh, mean, I just I don't.
0: It'd be good money, good time. I mean, I, and, and
2: they're actually facing going towards Nickelback. Nice. Yeah, I just saw he's, that he's yesterday. Got a new, he's
0: got a new little look and sound about him now too, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. You know?
2: So I don't know. Well, it, it would have been great, but man, I just I don't. You know, I don't want to travel. You know, well, I want to stay at the studio, underwear, make money. That's what I. Want by to the do. way, this is to produce great albums.
1: This is something people don't know though about taking a hired gun job. Hired gun job does not pay like you think it does. Oh, really? No, 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 no. Uh, Pretty much the way it's looked at is, okay, like say I were in that group. I would be a hired hand. The guy who's making all the money is going to be Brantley. Right. Those guys, it's not with anything. As a matter of fact, it's comparable to your normal jobs. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's nothing like that. Uh, It's a lot of fun. and. I'll give you an example. So, for example, say you were in a group, say, like Blackberry Smoke, though, or somewhere where there's like an equal partnership, it's split. Uh, like, mm-hmm. if me and Kyle, for example, our group, it'd be an equal split of whatever I did. It would be a different thing. Yeah, yeah. But when you're a hired gun, it's hired gun pay. Yeah. that That means that they will find someone else. You that's the bad parts. Th- yeah, because everybody yeah, wants it. Part. Everyone wants it. Wants yeah, and to, yeah. if you
2: if you if, if people are curious about like a monetary thing for a situation like that, you know, it, it's just sitting you know black and white like this, but like you know, for some a gig like that, you would probably make anywhere from two to four hundred dollars per show, which is not bad if you're playing three or four nights a week, you know,
0: but. Not a lot of money. It's not what you thought. It's not a lot money. of money, and whatever. you're gone all the time. Yeah, you're, you know, not, not a mo- lot of money when you think about the head. Like, who's singing the song is making one hundred times, two, a thousand times. Uh, that, some yeah. of those guys exactly. are making
1: over two hundred thousand dollars for a show. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and but the worst
0: part
2: is with you being a hired gun, like you're expendable. Like yeah. if you mess up too much, or you just don't get along with uh, the drummer or whatever, yeah, they're gonna find somebody You're else. Gone.
1: Yeah, or maybe so you it's, have something it's stressful. Your family, and yeah. you need to be home. Your mom's
0: with cancer. Yeah, it it can be. It can be very. It's over. Very stressful. So you know that's something that's not talked about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not about a lot
2: of people. Yeah, a lot of people just don't realize that. You know, and and I'm just kind of stereotyping in in general, just based off my experiences. Um, but when you, if you're in a band like like he said, Blackberry Smoke and stuff, where things are divvied up, and you're not some hired gun, where you get peanuts. It's a totally different
1: story. Yeah, you same know? thing with Nickelback.
2: Yeah, they yeah. they divvy it up. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but and and there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, I, I got a lot of friends who do that and they enjoy that life. You know, they love traveling, and they have family and kids and they make it work somehow. Yeah, I don't have family and kids, but like yeah. I couldn't imagine, you know,
0: yeah, going like, down that road for years. You know, seems tough. Years, it, it, yeah, know. It, seems tough. Um, it is, man. It wear you out. And you're like, I mean, you're constantly moving and you're constantly playing and you're and I don't know I just touring seems frustrating to me because you're always playing the same shit like I feel like that would get you you tell me I feel like that would get redundant
2: yeah so a lot of the shows that I played um, we would go out and um, we'd have backing tracks so kind of going back to the metronome I was talking about with working in the studio so every song's to a click perfect timing Um, in your ears yep in your in your monitors Um, and there's backing tracks that play through the the mains which backing tracks could be anything it could be percussion yeah that cello part we were talking about that they didn't have a cello player live they'll run backing tracks with it and then the crowd hears it even though they may not see a cello player they're probably too preoccupied with the singer or whatever Um, so in doing that and being on such a grid like you have to play it exactly like the album every time every night every night now, you know, there might be a little solo section where they'll let you bust loose yeah. for like 10 seconds, but you better get back, get back to, you know, what you were supposed to play. And, you know, it's cool. So you become robotic. Exactly. And it would be
0: different if it was music I wrote does, or music I cared about. Does every, does, I guess every mainstream artist do it that way? Or is there some that no
1: no there like no there are that don't I believe a huge one would be John Mayer yeah you talk about running tracks and stuff yeah well or just not all of them
0: or just the I'm not saying he
1: doesn't run
2: any tracks uh,
1: but
0: but if he does
2: and if he does it may not be on every song maybe only but but he he has
1: the freedom to improvise for longer and do what he needs to do yeah uh, like and that's the difference between again being in a band and a company yeah because when you like when you're with, okay, like originally when we started doing this, I was really wanting to call our group like a band name because I'm a big fan of bands. Mm-hmm. But the bad part is if you have to go do something acoustically by yourself, nobody's going to show up to the show if they don't know your name. Uh, if you say, it's Leif Shively from uh, Outlaw something or whatever. Got you. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's a negative part. But I actually, because first of all, I'll be straight up, I actually hate I hate the idea of individual names because at the yeah. end of the day, if it's a real band and it's a real creative project, it's multiple individuals, yeah. right? And that's what makes it great. Because I go ahead and tell you, the studio guys that played on someone else's Adam that made it so good, that was their creativity. That was what mm-hmm. they. That's what they laid down in the moment. They made that. Right. It wasn't just. It was It's not going to be just a Brantley Gilbert, or it's. It's a collaborative effort. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I speak that way because I think I'm, I, I was a guitarist forever out playing. Giant festivals and doing stuff, and mm-hmm. and that's the way I view it. Uh, I and knowing that, but I also hate band T-shirts where it's like <laughs> Leaf Shadley Band." Yeah. I, yeah, I'm just being real. So yeah. so, what are you
0: gonna do? What, what kind of band T-shirt are you gonna have then? Well, <laughs> I, know, no, I know we <laughs> got some ideas. I, we'll I've got we'll got post one. them on the website. I'm going
1: to throw this out at you because you, as you know, I'm an idiot and I'm a wrestling fan.
0: I was going to bring that up. I've seen you more. I feel like you and I have hung out more in WWE. Halloween costumes <laughs> that we have <laughs> <and mega> in <clothing. laughs> uh, <laughs> it's happened multiple times you know what's bad
1: <laughs> if people would let me I would walk around daily like that oh I know
0: you would <laughs> Um, I've seen it every day at the studio. This one. Yeah, yeah. I almost wore my NWO shirt today, but I fucking forgot. Dude, that's what I was getting to. <laughs> I've been fired up, man. Damn, I, I just—I I said I was going to do that. Mentally. Hey, next time we're all going to wear them. Well, I text my wife. I was like, "Fuck, I forgot to bring some clothes." You meet me, and I just told her to grab a shirt. And I—I I was like, "God damn, it, I was going to wear an NWO shirt." It's, today. It's, it's
1: funny you say that. Our first T-shirt that we are actually doing because I don't personally. I had to bring it I, up, I, didn't you? Oh no, <laughs> no, no, being real. I don't, okay, I don't want to see Leaf Shively band. Like, okay, fuck it. You know what I'll do? We use the initials, LSB, because the reason I put band in it, because it is a band, yeah. to me. Because I'll be honest with you, to me, uh, sometimes the guitar player is more important than the, than the singer. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the drummer, like the drum people can say what they want, but the drummer, is what makes you really love a track, yeah? It's, it's quarterback, it's, dude. It, 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 it's hey, quarterback. And then there's the bass, and if the bass isn't synced up with the drums, there's no there's no love in it. Mm, it fall it, apart. It, it, it fall apart. Yeah. But uh, we're doing it. Actually, it's going to look like the NWO shirt, but it's LSB. Nice. And it's going to say. We'll some, get you one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah I need one. XL. Extra medium. XL. got We got you, XL. Hell, I we got XL. you man. Extra medium. But no, I always thought that like the name thing was kind of. Pretentious yeah like yeah. I, and like and, and like I, I'll make jokes about stuff because I think it's funny as hell you know, but no I, I think you're I just overthinking know. it no no, <laughs> no 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 I'm serious like in, in all actuality, if you look at it from start to finish, it's a collaborative effort no matter mm. what yeah and i I wish that it were I wish this generation was more of a like they had names like blackberry smoke, Leonard Skinnerard. Uh, they all need to go buy that First Link Biscuit album and get back to the
2: real truth. But, yeah. Because that's what they need to do.
1: I'd much rather wear a T-shirt with a band name than I would like. Need to grow up on that, Mike Awesome, yeah. you know, Mike Awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> a pretty good name. I, I actually, you know it's funny. That's, Mike... my,
2: that's my stage alter ego. You know why <laughs> I said
1: that, that? Believe it or not, that was the name of a WCW wrestler. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. We're gonna bring it back. He huh. wasn't a popular one, but nah, we're is. gonna bring it back.
0: Well, what's your take on wrestling now, man? I feel like it's so uh, watered down. Like, I keep up with it; it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible, man. Every time I see, like, I try to, like, I try to, like, look at it, like, on the social media spectrum. We're like, oh, let me just see what they're doing here, and I'm just like, God, this looks like shit. How did they, with technology? I'm sorry to go on this. I'm no, you're good, man. I'm sorry, but like, no, try to go down this road. I've been to I WWF to, before. I, I've I, like a real one. I haven't. So I, okay, he gets I to up,
1: WWF every day in the studio. I, yeah, exactly. That's I grew exactly. up watching
0: that shit. But like it's like with all the technological advances and all the money, why have they not fucking like like done something like better? done something better with the production? Oh,
1: agreed. That 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 is a big like problem. The
0: storylines are shit. Like there's no like there's like there's no Stone Cold. There's no the Rock. Well, do you anymore. know why? Do you want do
1: you yeah. know why? why? Not?
0: Equal opportunity employment? <laughs> no, no, zero, zero.
1: Has how, how zero do with that. This this is this is the big problem. They became so big, became a multi-billion-dollar corporation, yeah. and so many investors. The way they're set up, that. Now those your favorite promos like when you saw Stone Cold do uh, the John three sixteen promo yeah. on Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. If I want to say King of the Ring, it was King of the Ring. So. <laughs> it was King of the Ring, and it was one of the <laughs> biggest promos. It was one that like struck him into stardom. All that stuff was off the cuff and stuff he kind of had in the back of his head. The yeah. wrestlers don't have that freedom anymore.
0: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's like to be to it's like to create their character and to. What they're gonna say so they the can't month. hone their craft, they just they just get in line and then they, they say, Here's a script
1: till the day they take away that script, you will never have another well, stone with, cold. With tri-
0: with, okay, so with uh, with Triple H taking it over, what um, is something gonna change? And I thought also that um, it's was like, wasn't it about to be sold out to Saudi Arabia? Yeah, man. what's the deal there? You would know more than anyone else, I feel. Like. <sighs> Sadly, <laughs> enough. <laughs> Um, <laughs> don't ask me. This is the pro right I, here. I didn't mean to bring this up, but I'm interested. If you wasn't doing music, you would be in yeah. in wrestling.
1: For well, sure. I mean, I mean, look at it. I'm not gonna lie. I could save it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, music doesn't work out. That's your next calling. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! hey, The only reason I even did in jujitsu was so that I'd be ready for the mat. Yeah. Hey, so after this music yeah. thing takes off, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and I, no, and I, uh, from what from what I've read, the Saudi Arabia thing. It hasn't been confirmed that that's actually true, but they are. I do know from what they're saying it's going to be sold. Right. What well, do you think it's good or bad? It would depend. I would guess. I don't know religious wise how well that would really do on your freedom to with say what women. you want or with women, and I feel like that would be a negative. Because I remember but being the, but a, at the you, same time they want to make money. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. But. The question is though, do they want to make it a product in just their country? Because they love, because they, because I'll be honest with you, right now in Saudi Arabia, I'm assuming '80s wrestling would be fine, which I'd be okay with yeah. if, if they like kept to the over the top characters. But at the same time, I, I don't think in today's like national TV thing, yeah. it's going to appeal to any Americans. If if it changes like that, it would right. re- it would really depend who bought it. Now, if they said, hey, let's go '90s, let's go '90s with this let's hire some creative writers and let you guys kind of be creative do what you got to do see what cream rises to the top um, <laughs> then then it could change it could change
0: Well I was just interested because like when I heard what Vince McMahon having to you know get get, get out of it and then in Triple H' taking it over I was like well maybe this maybe he'll bring some of this back and then ah, all of a sudden you hear it's going to be sold so it's like fuck well in in the words of Vince McMahon, You got no chance in hell.
1: (laughs) Of that, he's uh, been practicing this for weeks. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was um, just
0: hoping I was going to ask. Of that succeeding. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've
1: had these questions planned in the back of my mind. Hey, you know what's funny? I'll tell you this. <laughs> there was a there was a WCW trivia night. Sadly enough, we had. I
0: tagged you to go. I said, "Let's I, fucking
1: go." I know and you
0: didn't show up. I was I, there waiting on you. T- I, I fucking I, lost. I lost, bro. With your NWO shirt on, I you're lost. Ready, man You
1: would have won if I come. I know, I, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. I don't
0: I'll, go to fucking lose.
1: I, yeah, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I could not make that. Uh, uh, the whole actually it was studio. That was studio because I I really wanted to go. Just I'll be honest with you. I just want to hear what questions they ask. Yeah, you already know the
2: answer. Like, if you're they're just curious, what they're, they're going to yeah. ask. I don't know if these are even relevant. <laughs> are you
0: worthy of even doing this wrestling trivia? Yeah, like, is this answer? Is, right? is this the correct answer? He, he, he would go up and create. He'd probably have a fucking list of his own questions. Like, this. is yeah. what you should ask. Next yeah, time. we're going to redo this. I'm not going to lie. I do
1: have a, quite a few questions. <laughs> I think it would be really good for one. <laughs> oh
2: my god. Hey, isn't Hardy on what was he on? Hardy was just recently on uh, WWE. Whose theme song is sold out? That would be WWE. I was not aware of this until like twenty four hours ago. It's amazing. It's an amazing song, by the way. Really? Yes. Uh, the if new you haven't heard it. The, the, the newest badass. Hardy
1: album is probably I don't know. Honestly, probably best album in eight or ten years. Really?
0: Dude. Yeah.
1: Uh, most unique thing I've ever seen. It yeah. does not suck. It's oh. very good. Yeah. Very, uh, very creative. It's yeah. it's half rock. Half Country, and there's mm. one song. It's like two songs in one. I believe it's called <clears throat> The Mockingbird
0: and The Crow. Yeah. Are you a Wage War fan? You ever listen to Wage War? No. I mean, I feel like I've heard that, but I don't mm. know. I feel like I've heard Wage War, but I don't know. I'll them. text you some songs. Yeah, I will know them when I hear them. It's really like, good stuff. It's 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 heavy. Yeah. Like metal. Yeah, yeah. Not, like,
2: I'm, not, I'm not talking like 80s metal, but like today's metal. metal. you know I'm talking
0: about like um, shit.
2: Hemingway jams at two in the morning. Yeah, Yeah. maybe a little heavier. Yeah, a little heavier. heavier, uh, Yeah. But Hardy had uh, some of his band come in and play on his new album, uh, which is really cool. Um, It's really, really good. Um, But yeah, I found out that was a theme song for that. I was like, I've been jamming that song for six months, like on repeat. That's very cool. The production's amazing. Yeah, it's right. It really really is. yeah. Yeah. So, like, I guess over the past, I don't know, year and a half, me and Lee for like, Looking at Co. Wetzel, seeing what he does, I'm a fan. Okay, I think uh,
0: "Ragweed" is one of the best songs ever written. I don't know it. I don't dude. listen to. It. I, dude, I'm not. I'm so. She misses <clears throat> "Ragweed" like I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, dude. A, it's a great song. And um, the it,
0: it,
2: like if you mute the vocals, it's almost like Nirvana.
0: Like okay. the music. Okay, it's, it's grunge. Like grunge. Well, I like what I like what country's turning into. And here's I'm going to go ahead and say,ing I'm not a huge fan of Texas country, like Red Dirt country. Uh, but, I, but I like what. I like bands that bring in a blues feel or yes. blues tones and then put country <clears throat> vocals on top of it. It's cool. You know, yeah. or, or they bring a rock tone and then put but not t- when you when when it goes pop, I'm fucking out. When <laughs> it goes pop, I'm out. And when it goes too far red dirt to where you're almost being too artistic, I'm out. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Like yeah. I like I like it authentic, but I'm I'm fucking
2: Dude, I'm, I, I I'm a sucker for pop. But there's good pop and there's bad pop, just but like you're sucker
0: for country pop. No, no not no, at all. That's right. what I'm talking about. I'm no, not talking about regular pop. That's it's like like, hey, dude, uh, Miley Cyrus. That's like that's like pepper and hey, sugar hey, blend. Hey, hey, together. it hey, just didn't hey, work. Hey,
1: now we're gonna put that on them. We're talking Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I got okay. Her new album is good. <laughs> it's it's phenomenal. I,
2: that's one of those closet jams for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I hey, dig hey, it. personally. I was at the gym hitting chest this morning. I had Miley Cyrus. Air him out, bro. It was best pump I ever got. It was. I was ready. Hey, the
1: one she did with Billy Idol
0: killer track. That, that was, was very That's good. Very, very dude, awesome. her singing Jolene, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. When I heard her, you know, do the cover for Dolly, I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. Like, her actually getting to display her fucking vocal capabilities and not playing <clears> some <throat> pop shit off of a TV show. It's like, yeah, damn, dude, you can really see what, what she, what, how much of an artist she is.
2: She, very, very much so. There was a, um, I, I listened to my buddy showed me this. This was probably a couple weeks ago. Um, it's uh, Metallica's Black Album. But like all these, tribute. yeah, all these artists done covers of their songs, and she done um, nothing else matters. Who did Molly? Molly did she? Dude, it's badass. Yeah, uh, well, no, it's very good. Actually,
1: she's performing them live too, and it's
2: I, I was not aware of that. Very,
0: very good. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely worth checking out.
0: Um, very good. Yeah, man, it's like I think we got lit one night with some about Amy Winehouse, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Valerie, that, stuff like that, like or, or like Lady Gaga, like you know, just the the artistic vocalization of what they what they started out with like playing a piano hall in New York City, you know, just you know, just fucking just grueling, you know, just grinding and fucking trying to make a name for themselves and then turn into huge pop stars and that kinda all goes away.
2: Yeah, it's It's like what happened to the first album that was so good. Yeah, yeah. well you
1: you want to talk about pop music and a huge change. Look at John Mayer. Mm -hmm. John John Mayer has honestly single handedly in a like probably more than anybody, and this is gonna be hard to say, but he's probably brought back the blues more than any other artist. And at his shows, I'll go ahead and tell you, he can rip with the best of them. Oh, that yeah. dude's a gangster,
0: yeah. But you
1: don't hear that on the album, like we right. talked about. Uh, but I, but what is great is the solos he plays. They are always tasty. Yeah, they're always
0: like they're, they're the perfect thing for the song. Well, he has his own sound, just like you said. Kyle has his own sound. Like you can pick him out. You can pick John Mayer out like yeah you can he can replicate some bb king or some shit like that oh, can, oh he can replicate yeah he can replicate stuff uh stevie ray Vaughn. yeah
1: he can do all that
0: you can, you if can, you watch him live he does you, it but yeah. you can pick his sound out you know yeah. can. and i think yeah that's a good point because he was a massive pop art he blew up on the pop charts and his just body is a wonder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like those songs blew up and then yeah he introduced that sound to a lot of people who never would have heard it otherwise yeah yeah well he was a berkeley musician like the mm-hmm. Berkeley School of Music, he graduated. I didn't yeah. know that.
1: He's a, yeah, I believe he graduated. And uh, like guitar, uh, he's a phenomenal. Uh, I think he was under Fujomi tokiyama I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Some man, shredder.
0: Pour him a drink, pour you one,
1: man.
2: It's alright. I'm used to it. <laughs> so I got a question. I know you're 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 asking the questions. I want to ask. Yeah, this no, you we'll ask it. Okay. <clears throat> if you were on a desert, and you <laughs> only had three albums. Three albums to listen to. Until you died, what would it be? <clears throat> whole albums, whole not, bodies. Not cherry picking songs. No whole, no singles here. I'm talking about bodies of work. <clears> oh,
0: <throat> Man,
2: putting you on the spot.
0: Um, for some reason that um, well, first off, UGK Underground Kings. Okay, all right. What was it is that what's that album called? Riding is it Riding Dirty? No, no. What's the album? You know what album I'm talking about? It's mm-hmm. got um, one day you here, the next day you gone. Yep. That album's gonna play. I'm gonna have that one. It's a good one. Uh, I'm gonna request that first. Um, I feel like a Tab Benoit album, um, would be another one, and then I think lastly, and this is where I hit spaces right now, um, probably Metallica, but the album—it's hard to pick, you know. Probably the Black. Probably the Black album. <clears throat> yeah, dude, that was uh, that But that, that was, Those would be my three. Nice I would. Yeah. I would say was was the
2: Black album the first one with Bob Rock?
0: That was yeah. It was the first one, with Bob. Yeah. Right. I get get a little taste of. Everything I like, you know, yeah. a little bit of that gangster gutter. If I'm going to go out. I'm going out. Yeah, with these and then jams. I get my, I get <laughs> yeah. my fucking like le- legit, probably best. While you're searching for coconuts, man. Yeah. UGKs jamming. Then, yeah, fucking, I get it. And then, and then I gotta hear my like my blues. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, right now, I just like to have in-law. You know, yeah. I mean, well, I say right now, fucking for the past ten years. Yeah. Uh, do you guys watch? Um, do you watch any shit? Do you watch shit like American Idol. Oh yeah. And uh, oh yeah. Uh, what's the other the one? Voice. The Voice. And what's the other one with, with Simon? Um, uh, was it Rising Star? A, Why American, do my know these America's Got Talent. Did yeah. you see – you watched that too? Yeah. Did you see that guy from Winsboro, Louisiana, the black dude? I, had, I hadn't watched it in a while. Dude, go fucking watch it. I can't even think of his name right now, but he cut an album. So he was on in like 2018 or 2019. He made it so close to the final round, and then he got let go, and then he came back. Um but he's he since had got a record deal, whatever, and he has an album out. It's an older black fella from Winsboro, Louisiana, and dude is fucking good. He gives me Gary Clark vibes, okay. But then he has like some old school blues feels. It's yeah. fucking legit. I might check. check him out. Uh, I'll have to. I can't. He's got an album out. He just to... he just dropped an album. How? He dropped an album. I don't know how long ago, how old but he has is an album. He? Like seventy. We played, oh he's, he's old guy? Fucking legit. We, we played oh, legends no. Fest with him.
2: No, we played... fucking. What's his name? What was his name? Why are we so bad with names, dude?
0: God. And he was good, right? Yeah, this yeah. was
2: probably, what, four months ago we played with him?
0: You know what I'm fucking talking about? Is was it la- Harvey? It is Legends it something Harvey? It or, was pretty, or was it
1: last year? It was the one where you were wearing the red pants, and I. you were dressed up. You were, <laughs> you were dressed like Stone
2: Cold, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was Halloween.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to look it up, but I don't know. But yeah, But you know what I'm <laughs> yes, talking about. Yes. Yeah,
2: he was great. He was fucking legit, man. He, he was great, man. He was great. Yep. And, you said 70 years old. I was like, yeah, I know exactly who that and is. And about
0: blonde. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, he is blind, yeah. Yeah, yeah he they went, went up with him to the stage. Yeah, he went blind, yeah. yeah. But the dude can fucking wail. Mm-hmm. It was like, great. When you see someone that old get on stage, and it sounds like, I'm like, where in the fuck did that come from? Yeah. Uh, if I remember right,
1: he had his daughter singing with him, too. Right? Yeah,
2: um, his, his band was super tight. Um But yeah, that was, I remember that. It was Halloween, you were dressed like Stone Cold, and I was dressed <laughs> like Rick James. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, we got pictures of it. We'll post it on Instagram. Everybody, everybody else dressed normal. <laughs> yeah,
0: not us. Well, fuck it was Halloween. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Well, when we, in
2: Rome.
1: Well, actually, it was day before Halloween. That well, still close counted. Close enough, man. Close it's, enough. It's, it's man. in October.
0: Fuck it. Yeah. Even September, you're a month from Halloween. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's Halloween
1: yeah. every day that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> or the week. If or the month.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun, though. He was great. He was awesome.
0: Yeah, I can't think of a guy's name, but I feel like um, I just I stumbled upon that yesterday. Somehow it popped up somewhere, and I was like, I've never heard this dude. It's fucking legit. I would know it if I saw the name. And then I told I well, we were headed to CrossFit to teach a class. Well, that, was, that might have been night before. It wasn't last night. Night before last. I told my wife. I was like, look this shit up. Let's listen to this shit on the way there. It was fucking legit. I liked mm. it. But it, it's always fun to – I love, like, being pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. by music. Like, when someone says, listen to a song, and then you're like, okay. Most of the time – I feel like we're like, fuck, what are we, this was this person making me listen to. You know what I mean? But then you You're hear underwhelmed. It. Yeah. Then you <laughs> yeah. hear it, and you're like, fuck, that's good. And you almost don't want to tell them it's good because you don't
2: want to give them too much but, satisfaction. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah but, but then you add it to your playlist. Yeah. And you, you listen
0: to that banger yeah. for like two weeks yeah, straight.
2: Yes,
1: yes, yeah, man. exactly. Oh, uh, dude, Kyle <laughs> sends me stuff every day, and I'm like, it's really good. This uh, is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> he sent me the the dredge stuff. Does he ever like, send you some oh, shit, man. and you're like,
0: this is absolute trash? No. There you go.
1: Not yet. Well, I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like maybe in another life, maybe we were brothers or something. I don't know. In a weird um, way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, in fact, like sometimes I don't even make suggestions because I, now, because I, like, I already know that he thinks the same. <laughs>
2: yeah. Thing. Like if we're, if we're, like producing, you know, like it, it's, it, it is kind of dorky. Really. It's just dorky. Like I, we'll be doing something and he looks at me and like, I'll do like a vocal throw, like an echo. And he was like, like he, just a nod of like, that's what I was thinking too. You know? <laughs> so it works, you know, it could be worse. We could be like fighting like cats and dogs all the time or yeah. ideas. But yeah, so we got that going for us.
0: We're just stupid enough that we agree. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think what y'all are doing is, um, is, I don't know, man, I think it's something that it's just been taking it for granted. Like mm-hmm. The whole industry has right. And now it's something that people see value in. And like, I mean, what do you see yourself in five years? Like, what do you think? What do you, what do you want to do with this thing? Man, uh, I want to be driving a Lamborghini on my own island.
2: I've heard this so many times.
1: He's so full of shit, dude.
2: Well, but first I'm not, off,
0: you can't fit in a fucking Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. He's going to need an XL. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, Custom I mean, designed I mean, Lamborghini. I'm mean,
2: going to
1: get the top cut off like like Shaq did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but, oh God! But, but no. Uh, in, in all honesty, uh, I want to be working with the biggest, most talented artists that we can. You know. Yeah. And uh, I guess we didn't even get to it earlier. We were doing the thing with Tom Douglas. We're now doing a project for Matt Mason. Uh, it's a oh, tribute yeah. thing with different artists, and I guess he maybe guest starring on one of the tracks. Mm. Uh, at first, being honest, because you know I'm not part of the Texas Red Dirt thing until we started doing the studio, I didn't know he was. This guy's got songs that have 66, 80 million streams and multiples of them. Mm-hmm. And he's massive. Uh, and we're going to be working on this project. We're actually working on this project uh, now. Actually, we're going to be filming a music video after for we, the artists. After this ends, is what we At the we're studio doing, so. <laughs> of one of the yeah. tracks. Um, so there's a lot of big things that are coming to this area now. Yeah. And uh, and, I, and I'm glad to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, we're, I mean, we're really pumped up about all this stuff, man. It's just, I don't know, like... Like we talked about before, like me and Lee have been in the studios our whole life, and like it's more like this, like cookie cutter. You know, I'm not naming any names. There's just there's a lot of great studios I out can, there.
0: I can I can see that, man. And I'm not even in the industry, and I can see that. So You I know, know you're getting
2: that, yeah. Um, and it's like I, I never wanted to be that to where it was just like, all right, here you go. You know, it would well, be. This is the, what studio we are.
0: This is the only kind of artist re-record. I feel right. like you guys are fucking taking it. Like my buddy Nelson, they went and they. Sax, cut a saxophone track at y'all's uh, spot. You know Nelson. Owned, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: with the Streetport Symphony. Yeah, yeah, and they and they oh, yeah, did a concert. Yeah. Dude, that guy for was Christmas. awesome. He's fucking, if like, he listens to this, thought, dude, you're a badass, man. He, would, he
0: probably will listen to it. Never would have thought, dude, he's killer. If, yeah, never would have thought. Like, like I love that you guys are working with everyone. You're yeah. not just creating like we're the studio that only records country music, you right, what I mean, or whatever type of music it is. Probably.
2: Yeah, and you know ultimately for me, I want to get to the point to where. Like man, I I hear these big releases like with Koetsel, you know. Only I'm only saying that because it's like, he's kind of the the big guy right. right now. Yeah, you like you him, him right now, and yeah. I really dig what he's doing. Right. And well, it's, it's like, different. man, I want to be a part of that. I, I I feel like I have something to bring to the table for that. You know,
1: Well, it's, it's not even just that. I mean, it's the hearty stuff. Like, yeah, what 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 you're really hearing on that other half of that album is love. Yeah, and that's kind like, of that's what
2: that's what we were talking about earlier. Is like about a year ago, two years ago, we're like, man. Coetzel's kind of taken off with this grunge rock thing. Like, I hope rock really comes back because like, dude, go, I keep referring to this damn Limp
0: Biscuit album, but like... All right. What Limp Bizkit All right, so what, what's the name of the album? Significant other. It had Nookie Is that it. the one before, huh? It had Nookie on it. So that was the one before Hot Dog Flavored Water? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Got and you. the
2: first one was $3 Bill Y'all that had... Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, what was the uh, the uh cover he did? So
0: Roland was on... That was on Hot Dog Flavored, yes. Flavored Water? Yeah, okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. You, got you. So dark are we talking about Limp Biscuit? No, it's not. That was my first introduction. Did you introduction see the video of fucking ICP hey, hey. trying to dropkick uh, Limp Biscuit on the no. fucking? No. you haven't seen it? No, I, I got to look it up. Goddamn. Josh, <laughs> we're going to have to upgrade our shit uh, to can Show video. All right, uh, so <laughs> there's, this, there's a clip. There's a clip to where ICP and Limp Biscuit are touring together. This just happened like a month ago. This is fresh, okay? They're touring together, and apparently they don't like each other. Apparently there's been a feud between them. I'm not sure. The guy, whoever's the main jungle, juggalo, I don't know shit about ICP, but the main singer or whatever, main rapper dude from ICP. <laughs> so uh, fucking uh, Fred Durst is on stage singing, and this motherfucker comes up, runs up behind him, and tries to jump and drop kicks him. Tries to jump a drop kick But he fucking singing? misses And falls on his ass
1: Question Was it the heavy Or the thin one Was it Heavy J Is that what his name is? I don't know who
0: it was You have to watch the video man. I'll send y'all the video Something J It was fucking hilarious I was like This is hilarious
1: Well Now that we're bringing it Back to wrestling, were wrestling.
0: How do we get to wrestling I was talking about Little Biscuit talking about We're talking about ICP Oh ICP Yeah.
1: You don't remember ICP 90's wrestling Yeah. Tag oh, yeah. team yeah. Yeah. yeah Oh yeah Come on guys Yeah <laughs> Get it together!
2: Come on. Um, but no, back to what I was talking about with the rock stuff. We were always like, man, I hope. Uh, is that that is The other video. Is that it?
0: He uh, missed, dude. He t- <laughs> dude, he totally missed that. that like the most embarrassing shit ever? Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Uh, but no, we've we've been like secretly hoping like this rock thing comes back because like, dude, it's like going to it has man. To. Like Everything we has cycles. Like, yeah, like, like I I mean, for years I made a living playing country music. It was great. I love country music. I love everything. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, <laughs> we'll be working on a project. And I'm like, thinking to myself, how rock can I make this yeah, track without pissing yeah, somebody yeah, off? You know? Yeah. So I'm always trying to. You that know, is a battle. Yeah, like, turn up these,
0: yeah. Can I turn up these riffs a little bit? Yeah. Kind of hang, how riffs? edgy
2: can I make this? Yeah. You know? Can I it,
0: this some a little bit? Can little we distortion? throw this right. halftime and.
1: Like triple bass, quadruple yeah. bass.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So not the, the drums up a little bit. Well, you know.
1: yeah, and, exactly. And, and the great part, what we're doing right now is we've met like what I would say, we, we have a drummer currently that can do. Every, Adam Gillette. He's Adam amazing. Gillette. He's amazing. Uh, if you said, play Slipknot, if you said, hey, uh, play Mike Bortnoy, yeah. he would play it for you on a whim and. Honestly, he might could even do it with latency in this track. That's, how he is. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's, that's a whole nother nerdy topic. Savant. Yeah. <laughs> he's savant level. Yeah, he's great, man. Savant level. So, uh,
0: like, yeah, we've had him in the special. studio
2: cutting tracks, and he's he's great.
0: Um, yeah, I do love the. I love. Um, I was a like huge fan of rock in my early twenties, and um, I love it and all the things before it started getting to, you know, mainstream mm-hmm. and. Too, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So too, like, too like, like your stuff was like, uh, I don't know, like cedar um, stuff like that. I liked, um, I liked Avenged Sevenfold. Oh God, yeah. Back Pop, Country. Fuck yes, dude. That was but my. No, f- the album before Back Country is amazing too. Um, the uh, one with all the fucking sound and horn. It's, it's something in horns. Yeah, it has all, all the mm-hmm. artwork on the front yeah, of it. it it's it? an amazing album. That one. Um, I love Avatar. That's a good band. Dude, they were great, I, man. Fuck, have you seen them live? I have not. Fuck. Change your life. It's like watching. I know y'all fucking seen Metal, Metalocalypse. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's Leap, like. maybe watch it. Like yeah. Watching Metalocalypse because it's the only band you're seeing where they're all their hair so fucking long, they're all trolling at the same. Just in sync. Yeah, and it's it's like watching that cartoon on fucking stage. Avatar. <laughs> they made fucking, the cartoon dude, after them. They're yeah. like Norwegian or some shit too. Right, I don't know what right. they are. I don't mean to like offend them or anything, but like like they're fucking legit, dude. Um, I saw them live. That was amazing. I I love Five Finger Death Punch until they went too far. Fucking. Yeah, man, you know, I don't, I don't,
2: I don't know what happened with that, but I'm a fan of you know, their earlier stuff. But like
0: all that stuff, and, and and it's always funny. Like you always sound like a like a, a snob. You're like, a, oh, I like the earlier work. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. fucking true. Like, I was
2: there from the first. Well, yeah. Well,
1: you know, I don't, I don't think it's always like for myself. I know it's not always true because I'm a huge Alice in Chains fan. I like pretty much everything they did. Have you seen
0: them fucking live? I've never got some. I have to. I've only watched videos. Holy Fucking shit. Okay, so look, I went and watch them. Live, of course, with the new lead singer who is fucking phenomenal, and you cannot tell. I can't tell a fucking difference, dude. And and so, I went and saw them, and it was them and fucking Corn. Oh, the sickest shit I've ever seen. So, my my favorite drummer, my
2: favorite drummer, his name's Ray Luzier. Yeah, he's playing with Corn now, and I've got to go see them, dude. So, I
0: saw them in uh, Dosegas Pavilion in Dallas, and um. And Alice in Chains, I, th- I want to say corn open for Allison Chains. I can't remember. Might have been vice versa. It didn't matter. It's dude, equally awesome either dude, way. I couldn't fucking sit down. Like, yeah. And I and <laughs> Fired it was up. like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't even like, it was just fanboyed. I was like, holy fuck. Like, like people were with me like, we didn't never seen this side of you. I'm like, you don't fucking know this is my shit, right? I At mean, getting you know? mush, But bit. you don't realize that's your shit. Like, when you're down in the hole and you're like, you feel fuck. it. Like, man, no. I am in this. When hole. it's right there like, on fuck. the like on the stage. Yeah. And then you hear corn, you're like, fuck yeah, you know, they play all that shit all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, that's disturbing. It? Uh, yeah. I'd
1: probably piss a lot of Allison Chains fans off by saying this. My favorite Allison Chains album, hands down. The like, devil brought dinosaurs here? No. It's uh the one that gives uh, it's I believe it's called Black is way to blue, the album. That's like a newer one. Yeah. That's, that's a newer one. one. That's, that's a newer one. one. That's that's what, it had Check My Brain So what song do
0: you like? Check My Brain? I uh, hate that song. Check, really? Check, right. check, check My Brain. You like that? I love it. dude. Do, I, do, I hate that one. California alright. Where's that guitar at? check my brain. Dude, it's <laughs> so good. I love it. I love it. I don't know. I just I uh, didn't like that song. Uh, I think because they played it too much on fucking Octane. It was every other song they oh, played. That well, song. Well, I don't listen to the yeah. radio. Maybe that's why. I, well, I, back then I did. Uh, yeah. Well, uh,
1: at the time, because uh, I was still buying CDs, I was mm. behind the times. Oh, and also I lived in Homer, Louisiana. <laughs> good old Homer. So my Wi-Fi thing, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and it's I'm so I'm still like He's on my dial-up modem. I'm still I'm still <laughs> I'm still getting CDs. I still, I'm still the fucker pulling out the fucking CD case. <laughs> well, let me get that fucker in, dude. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, black gives way, uh, way to blue. Every
0: actually, mm. I liked every song. Well, what is another album? good song on that album? There's something I really like. I wasn't. I hated that song because I heard it too much. It wasn't that um, I didn't like it. But no, no, Dude, Every
1: much. song
0: on that album, a yeah. banger is a banger. Huh? Yeah, uh,
1: dude. Uh, and I'll go ahead and say it: best guitar tone they ever had. Yeah, hands down. You know, and you know, that was pop. That's a free for amp. Yeah. For
2: forever, they caught flack <laughs> over you know. Oh, how could you replace Lane? Like, dude, like Jerry and all those guys, like they still want to create music. Yeah, like what do you do? Stop. Well, like they still love that. Yeah. So the fact that they found somebody dude, who he sounds, sounds like
0: just him, fucking like him, how well, can like you close not your eyes? Support that. What's know? a I black like, guy I know. Two. And I'm like, what the fuck? This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with my eyes closed. And I'm like. If you close your fucking eyes, you can't tell a difference. No, well, this dude's phenomenal. Same dude. It's uh, like the guy from Journey. I mean, Journey. what are the odds the they Journey, found someone? The new Journey singer? Uh, Asian. Yes. Fucking amazing. Yeah. Philippine. Incredible. Filipino, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I don't know what it But yeah, it's amazing.
1: Um, and that, no, to- totally agreed. But okay, don't get me wrong. Down in a Hole. That's All my favorite. Rooster. my favorite. No,
0: Rooster, have home. you heard oh Ryan God. Adams
2: did, did, do Down in a Hole? No. Not Brian Adams, but Ryan Adams. No. I'll send it to you. It's so good, man.
0: So um, good,
1: but but in all honesty though, those tracks would, oh my god, I I like oh that track god. so much. We used to cover it. I, that's how much I liked it. it I hate covering tracks. Mm. I hate covering songs. Um, but I liked that track so much, had to do it. Um, Alison Chain is probably one of my favorite, like as far as harmonies that mm. it, it always had this dark. It, well, most
2: people are harmonizing thirds; and they'll do mainly in fifths. It was so, unique. and that's the sound. It's, like, it was, it's, which is Jerry's, you know, brainchild there. Which,
1: like, and that's what I was going to get to. Amazing. A lot of your favorite lyrics, of course, Lane Staley did a lot, quite a few, but a lot of your favorite songs were written by Jerry Cantrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jerry Cantrell is, I mean, a lot of Allison James. Yeah, I want to say at least eighty percent. And also, a phenomenal vocalist. Yeah. Like without those harmonies, mm. their Allison Change does not have that dark vibe because mm-hmm. the harmonies are always so loud in their stuff. It's yeah. it's so it's present. It's 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 beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, it it, it takes you on a journey. You know, yeah. that's what's special about it. So I'm secretly hoping like all that all that great stuff is is
0: slowly coming back in. It'd be nice. Know? It'd be nice. Um, because like you just like you see these country music artists selling these stadiums out, but then you see these, you know, these bands come back and playing and you're just like, dude, no one's, there's not getting ticket sales in the, and the shit's amazing. Like it just, it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh-huh. but it, we have cycles. It's going to happen. It'll come back around. Yeah. I, I think mean, all good things inevitable. come back around, man. Yeah. It's yeah. inevitable. It's going to happen. So I,
1: I, I hate to self promote, but, uh, one of the coolest things to me, we, we did a track as a, you know, a tribute to the troops. Uh, we did a cover of, I Won't back down by Tom Petty. Yeah, and. Uh, kyle laid these harmonies and if you're listening he he jerry controlled it it's, i try to channel my energy very like yeah. perfectly and this is a new talent for kyle kyle is uh i mean on top of you know being the best at everything <laughs> um don't
0: want to brag but <laughs>
1: but now he's now now he's the harmony guy yeah. you know try to be
0: try to be no, no it's, it's important uh, man it's important yeah. Especially yeah. if the song calls for it, you know what I mean. Right, right. Yeah.
2: Well, really, it was one of those convenience things because it's like, man, I can't get anyone in, in here for two weeks to sing harmonies on this crap. I'm just going to try it. So I was like, if it sounds like shit, just tell me. And Lee was like, dude, that's it. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> like, anytime you hear it, like, I've always had this voice phobia. Like, I, I used to not even leave people voicemails because I couldn't stand the way I would sound in it. You know, and uh, singing's that's a whole nother level of like. In your head, you know it's like I definitely ain't gonna try to sing if I hate my voice this much, you yeah. know? And uh, I was like, man, I've got to do something. You know, we've got to get the harmonies on here. And I told him, I was like, dude, it sucks. Tell me. And he was like, no, that's it. I was like, fucking with me? It's like, no, it's good, man. It's great. I'm like, okay, all right. So I enjoyed it. It was well, fun.
1: Well, one of the things that I would say kind of sucks about singing is like a guitar. You can practice and make yourself. You can play anything you want. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. However, though, with singing. You're gonna have a certain tint to your voice no matter what. It goes back to the fingerprint. Yeah, you like can't, you're, you're really always gonna, is, gonna sound yeah, like you. And, you're gonna have and, it, your own sound. And, yeah, there's nothing and, you can do and, about it. And, and, then, and that's what sucks because like if your imagination tells you that your voice should sound like this on something and you Chris can't, Cornell. Yeah. You're,
0: you're not know. ever. Like yeah. you have to you have to cater to what you've been given. Yeah. You know. Well, the worst things, I think, are people that play cover songs and try to sound too much like that artist. Instead of taking that cover and making it their own. Dude, we were just talking about that the other day. <clears throat> like, we'll hear these people do covers. No reason to
1: cover a song if it if sounds it's like not original. different.
0: Yeah, if right. it sounds like... I'm just going to listen to the original if
1: it sounds right. close to the original. Right. Like, look, do look, your own thing with look, it. Look, you know? here, look, here's the deal. I, I can understand keeping the words because that is their body of work and that's their masterpiece and you're paying an ode to it in your own way. Hmm. And that's what I come back to. So you know if 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 you if you want to take a song, make it different in some way, I, I, whether it's vocally, whether it's instrumentally, make it different. Yeah. If if you're gonna cover a Prince song, you're gonna cover a Tom Petty song. Do your own thing. Yeah. yeah. If it sounds exactly like it, then you're. They've already had it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, whether people are mad, whether they love it, they may, they may even tell you they like it better. But regardless. It has to be your own. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know? Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, if it sounds close to the original,
2: it's like, I, I just want to listen to the original. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, it needs to be a totally different, not totally different, but at least a good variant take. What on, new
1: do you have to offer? Yeah,
0: exactly. A fresh perspective on that that yeah. song, you know. Cool. I like it. I agree. Well, yeah. Let's wrap this thing up, guys. We're over an hour. We're man, I thought we just got started. I know. Though. Yeah, I know, right? Dude, We still got some, some know, of this, right? uh, this fine this drink. Fine tequila. I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, until next time. Hey, cheers, man. Cheers, gentlemen. <laughs> Enjoyed it.